Welcome to the latest Pink Podcast in the Pink Elephant Podcast Series, dedicated to leading the way in IT management best practices. Welcome to an introduction to COBIT, part one of four with IT management consultant Harpreet Verdi. Thank you. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to uh, the magical world that is not Disney, but the magical world that is COBIT. We're going to go through a journey of what COBIT is all about. And uh, as Jack said, my name is, uh, is Harpreet. So this will be a good sort of introductory session. Um, and we're going to be delving into the concepts that I'll be discussing today in a lot more detail. So the objective is to give you um, some concepts around IT governance. And we're going to be kicking off with the eternal question which has puzzled mankind since the beginning of prehistoric times, which is, what is IT governance? And then we'll be asking, how does COBIT fit in to IT governance? We'll be going through um, an overview of the COBIT framework. And by the end, you'll be able to understand four domains, 34 processes, five maturity levels, and 215 control objectives, and also 48 goals. That's my objective. Um, at least you'll understand what the terms mean, as opposed to uh, what, what all the specifics um, around them are. Okay, so the first element is really how does COBIT support IT governance? Any thoughts as to why IT governance is becoming so important now? Why now as opposed to 10 years ago, as opposed to five years ago? Why is it this huge kind of demand um, and interest in IT governance now? One of the key drivers has been um, regulations. Anybody not heard of Sarbanes-Oxley? That's been a key one. Um, in addition to that, Canada's picked up uh, bills that relate in and around Sarbanes-Oxley and, and used to drive those through. But another reason why governance is coming to the fore is with respect to corporate objectives. The IT industry in its own right has matured significantly. And what that means is that IT is an intrinsic part of the business. In some cases, IT is actually the business when it comes to providing information. So the risk of not having IT in place, not having robust controls in IT place, is absolutely significant right now for the business. So when you get to this level of um, high risk of not having IT in place, and the amount of control that you want around it also increases. And that's been another kind of dynamic which is playing right now. So with respect to these kind of drivers like regulation, um, corporate objectives, there was a requirement for an overall risk management framework. And COSO, which is the Committee of Sponsoring Organizations of the Tradeway Commission, came up with this sort of enterprise-wide risk management framework for which they wanted to have um, some controls and some risk measures around IT, but they didn't specify very specifically what they should be. So that was really the link of COBIT. So COBIT is the IT governance framework which dedicates itself to IT, but is strongly aligned to the principles of COSO. And we're going to be covering this concept in, in some depth. We're going to be discussing how COBIT is this overall umbrella and integrator for a number of other uh, best practice frameworks and standards, etc., and uh, this is where we're going to get into some uh, serious uh, terminology. So, before I go into the IT governance definition, I'd like to ask a question. 
And the question is, how many of you consider yourselves managers within the IT space? How many of you have functional responsibilities, maybe manage projects? How many of you consider yourselves as leaders in the IT space? Visionaries, policy statements. IT governance, according to the definition of the IT Governance Institute, requires leadership versus management. And it makes um, a clear distinction between the two. Leadership is about you know, the, the visionaries, policy direction, policy, policy setting, um, agreeing and defining what the overall IT vision should be, what the policies of IT should be, and actually managing that and leading that through. So it actually asks for leadership versus management as one of the core skills required to manage IT governance. And ITGI says that the responsibility of IT governance is securely placed at the level of executives and the board of directors. So it's top down. That's a key point that is being made by um, the ITGI and the COBIT framework is that for governance to succeed, it has to be driven top down. It has to be led top down. It has to be visioned top down. And the reality is, any of you engaged in any kind of ITIL, CMMI, Six Sigma projects? So for any of you who are kind of, you know, working on those kinds of projects, the reality is that you work sort of middle in. Middle managers say, this is a fantastic idea, and you try to sell it up, or you try to endorse it from the middle management down. IT governance is saying, you want IT governance to succeed? You start from the top, you start from... Um, executives on the board of directors and you work the top down because governance is this all-encompassing framework for IT. So that's a, a key element which I've highlighted in this definition is that it's about leadership. It's also about setting organizational structures up and it's also about setting processes up. And structures and processes, these are specific terms we're going to cover uh, in, a, in a lot more detail as, as we uh, proceed through. In terms of COBIT, there are uh, what the ITGI calls five IT governance focus areas. Has anybody seen the TV program in the, in the, in the US and North America called Extreme Makeover? COBIT has gone through an extreme makeover, and at the moment it is uh, looking incredibly good. It's in good shape at the moment. It's, it's covered a lot of additional material, and one of them is this concept of focus areas. COBIT covers 34 processes in total, and each and every single one of those 34 processes is aligned back to these focus areas in terms of, is this focus area primary to that particular process, or is it secondary? So this is kind of, if you're you know, in a leadership position or in a management position, and somebody says to you, right, we want to focus on IT governance, what should we focus on? These are the five areas that COBIT is recommending that you should focus on. So, one of them is strategic alignment. And once again, I'm covering today the concepts and the theory of COBIT, not the practice of how you implement COBIT within your organizations. That in itself is an entirely different discussion. So the theory of strategic alignment is, you know, for the first time, a framework is standing up and saying, that business and IT at a strategic level need to align. How many of you have direct representation at a board level from your CIO? How many via the CFO? So, you know, an, a, a key dynamic 
is that irrespective of whether it's the CFO or the CIO who's representing IT at the board level, the expectation that IT governance has is that IT needs to be aware of business plans strategically, needs to be aware of sales and marketing plans strategically, needs to be aware of projects coming up strategically. That is a major shift in culture in actually assuming that IT and business are going to have this strategic partnership and alliance to discuss the two. So what I'm discussing here is theory. To actually practically put this in place will require a cultural shift and cultural change in your organization to get IT to be seen as a partnership together with the business. But that's one of the key focus areas of, uh, of IT governance. The second one is value delivery. Value delivery is saying that when it comes to any form of a project, you do an assessment even before you kick off that project to understand what is the value in terms of return on investment and also intangibles as well as tangibles that that particular project is going to bring to the fore. And it's saying that you shouldn't even kick off any form of a project or any form of an initiative without doing that initial value assessment. So once again, a concept... And in theory, this, this in itself is, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a big potential cultural change in your organizations to implement. But it's seen as a key focus area for IT governance. You've been listening to part one of an introduction to COBIT. Please join us next week as we present you with part two. Thank you for joining us for today's Pink Podcast. Go to www.pinkelephant.com to find out more about our products, including Atlas, our knowledge database with hundreds of example documents and templates for your IT management best practice projects.